0: Hello, SFFY listeners, and welcome to Backlists of the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, recording on October 22nd, and today I'm talking about Existential Crises. But before I get into that, I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Book Riot Insiders, the digital hangout spot for the Book Riot community. Enrich your reading life with our Book Riot Insiders perks. We've got three levels to Insiders, short story, novel, and a brand new epic level. And you can try any level out for free for two weeks. The highlight is our new group read hosted online available to all Epic members. Each quarter, we'll read a book voted on by Epic subscribers that will fulfill at least one task of the 2020 Read Harder Challenge and cap off our read-along with a live chat. But there's more for Book Riot podcast listeners. Book Riot podcast listeners will also get to help us decide on bonus episodes. Insiders get to vote on options as well as submit suggestions and get occasional on-air shout-outs. Just go to insiders.bookriot.com to start your free trial. So check out Book Riot Insiders if you'd like to participate. All right. So 2020 is the year... Of the existential crisis as far as I'm concerned. So of course I found some science fiction and fantasy books to fit the theme. And of these selections, one of the books deals with a protagonist who dreads who she is and what's going to become of her. And then one book deals with a protagonist looking back at the scope of his life with this deep sense of dread and ennui about what's become of his life and what he's lost. So both characters, I guess, are as much on an internal quest and struggle as they are on an actual sort of quest in the outside world. Very different quests, but quests. So their struggles are with themselves also as much as, or more, more so than any sort of outside agitator or villain. So kicking us off is Spaceman of Bohemia by Yaroslav Kelfar. And this book follows Jakub, who's become Czechoslovakia's first astronaut. So he's in space, he's on the spaceship in semi-isolation, he's on a solo mission, for the entirety of the novel. And he's in semi-isolation because a really incredibly strange and kind of grotesque creature appears out of the blue on the spaceship. So Jakob isn't sure where this creature came from or if it exists at all. Like maybe it's just a hallucination. But this sort of strange relationship or maybe dynamic develops between these two. And as Jakob questions his sanity and argues also with this possible alien about things like thieving rations and like eating his peanut butter and stuff like that, like very real world, uh, the drama Real reality show, real world uh, situations, He he also goes back in his memories and analyzes everything from his father's legacy as this communist informer to what might have been lost between himself and the love of his life, his wife. And all of his memories are really painful and raw, as an exposed nerve, and everything, including this solo mission to Venus, points to a bleak future driven by this ambition, which also, in turn, is driven by this deep-rooted desire to make good on his family legacy. And, you know, these aren't the thoughts one would want to be stuck in space alone with, I imagine, and to have all these hypotheses about what's happening with his wife and how she might be moving on and and glad to see him go and whatever back home and theorizing about what she might be up to. Like, those aren't the thoughts we want when we're alone in space and have no control over what happens to our future and our present and whatnot. So it almost seems for the best that this alien has appeared to break things up and kind of shake Jakob out of his own thoughts once in a while. And this is one of those stories where you almost forget about the speculative elements. I mean, you have this alien... Right in front of your face, but it's easy to kind of slip into the reality of Jakob's situation because so many of his problems are so grounded in reality. Like half the story also is literally grounded, recounting events that happen on earth where everything makes unhappy sense and is very much grounded in reality. And it's only off the ground, in the present, in space, that things take a turn for the weird. And the ship kind of almost acts as Jakob's own brain. He fills it up with his uncertainty and his memories and has these kind of cerebral conversations with this alien. It's all very unnerving, but it's also really moving and even comical in parts. So again, that was Spaceman of Bohemia by Yaroslav Kalfar. And next up, I, when I was kind of trying to think of books for this topic, I was like, who suffers existential crises? Teens suffer existential crises, or at least I did when I was a teenager. And so my fantasy pick for this one is Labyrinth Lost* by Zoraida Cordova. And in this book, Alex is not here for the witchcraft. So Alex is this young woman born into a magical family, and she herself is magical, but therein lies the problem, because where I would hazard to say many of us, most of us even— Would be thrilled to possess magic and to have this legacy of magic in our family and have it accepted and beloved and to learn things about how you can use your magic. That is not Alex's jam. Alex had a bad experience and she doesn't want it to come out that her powers have already bloomed. And Alex's magic isn't just present, it's really powerful. So Letting dread and secrecy and fear guide her, Alex makes a big, bold, bad move, and her family is disappeared. They are gone from her life. And so this leaves Alex with the task of traveling from her family's home in Brooklyn to Los Lagos to rescue her family with this brujo she doesn't trust, So this is a story about a teen who's forced to reconcile who she wants to be with what she's been given, and also to discover the power and the importance of family. It's also this really, you know, it's Halloween, we're getting closer and closer, it's October, even though we're all staying at home, the spirit is in the air and alive within us, hopefully. And I think that it's also, this is also a great, wonderfully witchy story that is perfect for the season. It also features diverse characters and queer rep. And I think it's just all around fantastic and imaginative. And also the despair of the crisis And the internal conflict is cut with this sort of imaginative world building and some really interesting characters and magical sights and happenings. And I'll forever be smitten with the story that sends its characters from the world we know to a world of magic and fantasy. Not only is it a fun sort of escape, like the idea of portals or other magical realms existing within our own realities. It's also, I think a really interesting way to sort of symbolize something more than just an escape. It's, especially in a book where we're talking about somebody who has to dig deep and go on this journey of self-discovery. I think it's a great tool for that, and it is certainly so in this book. So yeah, you get some great characters. There's Alex's sisters. I love a sister story. They're also gifted, and there's also Nova, who's this untrustworthy brujo. So it's not all screaming into the void, is what I'm saying. So again, I've been talking about Labyrinth Lost by Zoraida Cordova. And that's it. SFF Yeah! is sound edited by D.R. Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you for listening. You can email us, as always, at Yeah at bookriot.com. Please do review us on Apple Podcasts if you have a minute. It really helps people find us, and we love to hear from you. You can find me online on Instagram at S Zainab Williams. That's S Z A I N A B Williams. And until next time.